Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensaries. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Welcome to episode seven. I can't believe we're seven episodes in. It's like crazy. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about iframes, which, if I'm completely honest, is a little techie for me. It's a little over my head. Yeah, you can keep your opinion to yourself. But before we get into all of the techie stuff, what's new in your world? Anything that anyone really wants to hear about? Well, what everybody wants to hear about, of course, my personal life. Narrowing down the dates. (laughs) Narrowing down the dates for this Whistler trip. Narrow down the bikes Mm -hmm. I'm going to get, too. I know I talked about last time. The mountain bikes Mm -hmm. I'm going to get. So there's options now, like of going into like bike shop, and then you know you get the experience of, I guess it'd be like getting a custom suit. You get measured, you hop on a bike. I want this kind of bike. I do this kind of riding versus this kind of riding. So I've narrowed down like three, and what I want to do is save my old bike for like dirt jumping and just kind of light trails. And just get like a burly one for bike parks. Where you see those videos of like, uh, I mean, not quite this extreme, but like Red Bull riders, stuff like that. It's called downhill. And being in so Denver proper. Does your, bike, does your bike have stabilizers on it when you buy it? Or do you put them on it when you get it? Stabilizers like like shocks? Like for children. <laughs> no, I, I take them off afterward. Can't be seen mm. with those. Yeah. yeah, so it's got shocks on it. It's got... It's not that it's like a bad bike. I didn't know that I needed a bike more burly than what I had initially purchased. And so now, and they're, they're pretty expensive actually. I didn't realize they were that expensive. So now I know what kind of riding I'm going to do. And being in Denver, um, there's a spot up in the mountains called Trestle. It's, uh, I, I mean, I've met people from like Switzerland that come here to Colorado just to ride Trestle. So it's a downhill bike park and you get, shuttled up via gondola to the top so it's incredible it's so much fun and there's a certain type of bike that you need for that that's a bike that i'm going to purchase and i've narrowed it down to uh, about two different bikes so i'm trying to talk to people about it what do you like about it what don't you like about it that kind of stuff so that's what i've been doing for the past uh, last week oh yeah also i played a mm-hmm. Wednesday game we got smoked we got absolutely waxed and i was all stoked to play like this really high power team you know it's beer league whatever and i I played like dog shit in that first period holy smokes that was bad and then uh yeah i was fine halfway through the game yeah we just it was not good so i'm gonna play them again yeah that was last week so i think i'm gonna jump on full time with those guys because they're like not great not bad so being a goalie you just get peppered and that's what that's what I want. So I want a good workout. You guys are cool. No stupid shit out there, which is good. So 
Um, it's competitive. It's good. But like I said, they're not great. They're not bad. And I'll get lots of shots. So that happened last week. Did you get your car back yet also? I forgot to ask oh, you yeah. that the other day. So, yeah, I got my car back. I needed brakes. So I've got the greatest vehicle in all the land here in Colorado, the Unicorn, the 2008 <laughs> Not a big deal. Right. And I needed new rear brakes and something in the front end. I don't remember. But, yeah, so I got it back. Oh, my God. It was so brutal not having that thing. I was very sad. I was in a, a slump, as you could say. So, yeah, got it back mm-hmm. and can't wait to load that thing up with my new – I sound like such a Colorado, right? Can't wait to load up my forerunner with my new mountain bike and go downhilling. Well, it's either a forerunner or a Subaru. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Those are your, those so. are your two Colorado. <clears throat> man, and it's Maine, too. I got those BFG tires on there now. Ooh-wee. But anyway, Kaz Potts, I know nobody really wants to know. Well, you don't have any friends, but what is going on with your life? That is so well, exciting. So, well, the first Formula One race was this weekend. So that Where happened. That? So I was very excited about that one. It was in Bahrain. And there were some surprises, some not surprises. The one guy that I don't particularly like did pretty good. Ferrari. Oh, Ferrari just need to get their shit together. I mean, it was, it was a pretty good race. I think once we get out of the heat... And we get into our European races, things will change a bit. So that was good. And then we went out on our boat on Sunday. And shockingly, I got in the water, which I didn't think I was going to do because it hasn't been warm enough. So my best friend's boyfriend, he is a phenomenal cook when it comes to like meat. The man can cook meat, which I don't cook. I don't eat meat, really. But he is like an amazing, give him a grill. Or any type of, like, he has a, I think it's a salamander, but, like, like sears the meat, I guess. But give him any type of grill, smoker, like, anything like that. The man can cook his meat and seafood. He's phenomenal. Uh, and my husband's, like, a really good cook, too. So it was his birthday, and she wanted to get together, and I was like, oh, do you want to go out on the boat? So we were meeting them on the boat, and then I said to my husband, there's this barbecue place that's right by our house, and it's... Like, if you like barbecue, which obviously I don't, it smells really good. And they're open seven days a week, and they're always really busy. So I was like, why don't we pick up barbecue on the way up to the marina? Because I know that my friend's boyfriend loves his meat. And I thought, what could be better for him on his birthday than floating on a boat in the Gulf of Mexico eating barbecue? Like, great combination. So we picked up all this barbecue and yeah it was the best combination he loved it he he loved it they loved all the food it was really good there was loads left over so we bought some home he took some home and i guess the food was super like they were raving about how great the food was so yeah so we did that and i think that's about it but i did get in the water not for long and i did complain about it the whole time because the water if it's not like bath temperature I know. If it's not bath temperature, like I'm just not, I'm not into it. But it was like, I got pretty hot on the boat. So I was like, oh, I need to cool off. So I dipped in enough to cool off. But my husband was in there for a while. But he, like, it has to be like really cold for him to not get in there. But my husband was in there. Our friends were in there for a minute on floats and they were floating around. But no, it was a really nice day. So I think boating is now officially back. For us, we'll probably be out this weekend, I'm sure. So, yeah, that was the 
and there was no race this weekend. So what did you get from this restaurant then? If, if you don't like barbecue, what did you eat? Oh, I didn't. I knew, so I knew that that's what we were doing. So I packed. <laughs> so my favorite salad is cucumber, like grape or cherry tomatoes, just cut in half, like mozzarella pearls, sweet onions, cheese is life. vinegar, cheese is life, fat, and then balsamic vinegar. I love that combination. It is like my mm-hmm. favorite thing in the world. So my husband just made that for me the night before because I because we knew what the plan was and I knew I wasn't going to eat the meat. So he made that the night before. And so we took that. And then because we didn't leave until like lunchtime to go on the boat. So I had like breakfast before we left. And then I just had the salad on the boat. So I I went prepared. So I had that on the boat. Oh, and then we took we took French onion dip and like some chips. I love barbecue. <clears throat> yeah, but like we've never done that before. We've never taken like hot food on the boat before, but my husband mm-hmm. was like, that was a really good idea. Like we should definitely do it more often. Because normally we just stop at like Publix and get a sub, pub sub. Pub sub, yeah. Um, which fire. are fire. <laughs> which are yeah. legitimate fire, as you know from when you've been down here. Or we'll get like go to Wawa and get a sub from Wawa and take it on the boat. So we've never done like hot food on the boat before, but that was like that was legit. Normally it's just like a sandwich thing because it's hot and you don't really want hot food. But yeah, no, I took a salad. I was like, prepared. hell yeah, well, cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that's my life. My puppy is still alive. She don't like you. I have not. I've not. She's I have not murdered her yet. She's sleeping down by my feet right now. I was looking at her as I was saying that. She's been pretty good right now, so. Okay, anyway, that's the catch-up on our very interesting lives between Eventful. Yeah. This, this trip that feels like it's never going to happen, which is like August. August. I haven't talked about my upcoming trip yet, and it's way closer than your trip that we keep talking about. Mine's more interesting, August. though. Right, sure. Cool. Uh, mine is like less than two months away it's crazy how quick it's coming up i know we can do without me for two weeks oh my god i'm just gonna celebrate i'm gonna party i'm gonna it's like i don't know it's like you know when you you plan for something for so long and it's finally there like you don't know what to do because you're so happy like that's kind of what i think will happen you're just gonna text me all the time because you want to do with yourself (laughs) that's a lie i probably won't i'm just gonna text you pictures of food and I'll just watch you get progressively more and more annoyed at me. <laughs> I'll block you. I'll block you after like the first hour or something. <laughs> the first dish I send you, you'll be like sending me the middle just finger emoji and be like, block. block. Yeah, hard block. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about iframes because honestly, it's a little techie for me. I feel like when we're talking about iframes, and so I feel like not only are you going to be explaining this to our audience, but you're also going to be explaining them to me. So I guess the first basic question is, what the heck is an iframe? Like, what is it? What does it do? What's the point of it? Yeah, so an an iframe is where a consumer can go and shop on a dispensary's website. So if, if a consumer is shopping for, like, let's say, like, Northern Lights, uh, and they go into Google and they search Northern Lights near me. 
this will actually come up later in conversation. Northern Lights near me, they find a dispensary. Uh, they want to shop out, shop online. That iframe enables them to shop online, generally speaking. And there's two big players. There's Jane Technologies and there's Dutchie. And so okay. they go online onto the website of a dispensary. They filter using one of those solutions, those iframe solutions. If, if you see product on a screen on a website and it has like yeah. – best selling or flower or like different categories of edibles, that's probably an iframe. That's what you're looking at. And so okay. the, the, the advantages are that they're easy to implement, but we'll get into the okay. disadvantages in, in, in a bit. But if, if you're, if you're kind of like starting out or, or like budget conscious, they're very easy to use and they're, they're pretty good customer service too but there are drawbacks, which we'll get into with iframe. So what is an iframe? It's the menu shopping solution on a dispensary website. Generally speaking, so it's basically, uh, the, the third party shopping tool. So basically every dispensary website is going to have an iframe. So not every dispensary website will have an iframe. Some will have what's called a, a native shopping solution. So it, it's basically their own custom coded shopping menu so not every single website dispensary will have their own so if they have their own like proprietary or native shopping solution they're not going to necessarily have an iframe but exactly outside of that typically you're more likely to find a dispensary website with an iframe would that be fair probably yeah like those bigger <laughs> players will have their own native solution because they want that data in-house Okay, Customer that makes data. sense. So, is there a downside of having having iframes then? Oh yeah. Would you say? So, iframes are effectively picture when you go to a dispensary website and you're looking at their menu, all the products pop up in the row. That's the iframe that you're mm -hmm. looking at. And the drawback to this, which is a massive drawback, is everything inside that iframe is effectively invisible to Google. So if you're trying to find, like, if you go into Google and you search Northern Lights near me, yeah, you're probably going to have a hard time finding a, a dispensary. Unless the dispensary is like a big player or has their own native solution we talked about, mm -hmm. you might have a, a little bit of trouble. And it's, it's a massive drawback to the website and ultimately the dispensary because that consumer that's Googling Northern Lights near me, is at the very bottom of the funnel and ready to purchase. But it's hard to define, you know, if I'm a dispensary owner, I want to rank for Northern Lights because that's a very, you know, that, that's a certain intent of, of a keyword. That's a transactional keyword. It's almost impossible uh -huh. with iframes. So the way to do it is you can create a strain library. Going back to previous episodes where we talked about website hierarchy, you can create a page as content silo and you can create the parent page could be indica and then the child page would be northern lights and you can say and then everything on that page about northern lights you know all the associated keywords and then you can put a button purchase now and that takes you right to a purchase through the iframe so that so that's that's a workaround for an iframe but effectively everything inside of that iframe is pretty much invisible to google and that's a, a huge, huge drawback because there's a lot of volume associated with cannabis strains. 
and pre-rolls and edibles and concentrates and just, just products in general, they're hidden Mm. iframes. Yeah. I can see why that would be a big drawback. Okay. So we've discussed one of the downsides of it obviously is the indexing issue. How about like website performance or like consumer interaction? I know like we always talk about like speed of a website and things like that. So does having an iframe on your website, does it or can it slow your website down? Does it have any detrimental effect on like your consumers or your patients when they're on your website? Or is it typically like a good experience for them? It can slow it down. So we use GT metrics, you know, as as part of our our weekly Mm -hmm. audits of the sites. It slows it Mm -hmm. down a hair is what it does. But the idea is is to have the entire so yes, it does slow down, but the idea is to have your website so efficient and so clean and just not bloated with a bunch of bullshit code in the back end with like sliders and carousels and all that. Is to get rid of everything that's not needed in the website so that the only thing that would quote slow it down would be your iframe or your your shopping menus. So it, it can slow it down, but it's critical for a dispensary to have it on the on the website. So there there's ways around it. So there's ways around slowing down the iframe, like impacting the slow loading or the website. Is there a way around the indexing issue? Yeah, so what you could do is I'd like to get your opinion on this too. Like if you want to rank for let's go back to like Maui Wowie, for example, you could have a an entire library or a section silo, silo of the website, and you can go dispensary.com slash strain library, do your keyword research, find the strains with the most search, the highest search volume in your local area and create content around those results and then have a button on there that leads to the checkout. So that that's a good workaround. You could basically do that for all the categories, right? Like edibles, extracts, pre-rolls. I mean, I, I imagine you can, if you can do it for one, you can do it for everything. I, I would think so, but. But then are you not like duplicating your efforts because you already have your products in your iframe, right? And then you're having to duplicate your efforts over into another section of your website? Yeah, and with that, you're, so there's something, this is in a future episode, there's something called like structured data and like product information. Mm-hmm. And then you have like product mm-hmm. reviews and all these kind of technical terms around products for SEO, which Google recognizes, and you're, you're missing out on that. So like sure, like price and people also search for, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. while you, you can create silos on your website for a pre-roll, I think it's best honestly like and we, we've messed around with this like we, we got our hands on this technology pretty early just go with an iframeless menu solution and so what it does is it creates it it's a new technology and whether it's jane or, or dutchy they, they both have good solutions it handles all of that for you what do and you mean with, by an iframeless what do you mean by that so like well it's it's still technically an iframe, but all of the products yeah. that are inside of that menu are now visible yeah. to Google. So like if you search like lava cake yeah. and a dispensary in a certain area, if they're using this solution, will start to rank for lava cake. And the idea is, is that 
if it makes sense for the dispensary. If you want to rank for Lava Cake, you can now mm-hmm. customize a page all about Lava Cake. So the, the URL is custom to Lava Cake. You know, the, the title tags, the meta, everything on the back end is custom to that product, Lava Cake. And you can put keywords in the page, like in the product description of Lava Cake. So what people are looking for. And then as you scroll down on that same page, you'll see like a brief description about the dispensary. It is best practice to have that GMB on that page as well. So that when Google reads the page, they, they see where that page is located. So like if they're in like Denver, Colorado, for example, that GMB map should be on that page. So everything so about these that solutions page, already exist. Yeah, yeah. So the, these solutions already exist, and we got our hands pretty early on this, on the technology from Jane. There's a couple platforms that do it, but those platforms mm-hmm. just solve like one component of SEO, and there's hundreds and hundreds of components of SEO, but the mm-hmm. component that they solve is a pretty big problem. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not knocking the platforms because they're really, really good, but it just solves one problem. So Jane has a solution for this? Jane has a solution for it. Yeah, it's called Jane Boost. And Dutchie has a solution for it. I believe it's called Dutchie Plus. And every, we, we've got our hands deep in uh, uh, Jane Boost just because we happened to send them an email asking, hey, is this possible to do? And they said, yeah, it's in beta testing and um, they're great to deal with, great to work with. And mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Now that we can see that dispensaries that we work with that have this technology uh, are ranking for, you know, certain strains and pre-rolls already, it's, it's pretty cool to see. And most importantly, so, not, just, not only does it move the needle for traffic, but also for, you know, product SEO. So it makes it easy to find pre-rolls and strains and edibles that people want to buy. So it boosts their sales as well. So I know for sure we've been using it with one particular client that we have. And I think we talked about this, you and I, like a couple of days ago. And you had said that they were already indexing for at least one product, right? And we've mm-hmm. only been using it like a couple of weeks. So if the idea is that eventually, like if we are searching for a specific strain or product or brand even, would it work that yeah. higher? Or mm-hmm. yeah. so it would even go to the brand that mm-hmm. they would start indexing. And if you search that brand, that because they're indexing, that they would now come up on the search. And, and that's, that's, incredible. that's after, that's after like the keyword research is done, you know, cause like we, we have to put the keywords in the product descriptions, handle the sitemap, right. this is technical stuff, you know, handle the sitemap yeah. a certain way, update the pages. And, you know, once all, once proper SEO is done, I mean, these guys are ranking for, I mean, we counted 20 only after a couple of days in uh, Google Search Console. And then when we go back and look at the insights through the Google platform, I mean, you can literally mm-hmm. see the exact date it was installed. 24 hours later, the, the traffic went up. Wow, that's fast. I mean, Which honestly, is pretty cool, that's yeah. really fast. But that's yeah. also, yeah. you know, they, they had authority built in the domain. We have been doing SEO yeah. for a good amount of time before that. So when this comes in, like all of a sudden this new content, you can literally see it. Like the traffic just spiked. So you basically treat the products just like any other, I guess, page on the website, right? So 
whatever the product is, you have to do proper keyword research for every product that's within the iframe in order for it to be successful for it to index, right? Every single right. thing that you're trying to, every product, okay. And then that's what it's going to crawl and it's going to find it. And then that's what's going to index. So it's going to be like, if you, especially if you have a big catalog online, it's going to be a lot of work. But it will be worth it in the end because you'll oh, yeah. it will really really start indexing, and it will help your overall SEO, not just your the SEO for the products, but your overall SEO on your entire website. I'm assuming, not just this exactly. one element of that. Yeah, right. Because then you can start the page link strains to you know like qualifying medical conditions and certain blog posts of like I I want to feel or I'm too alert at night, like what strains are best for sleep, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And that, it just further helps your SEO. Oh yeah. Like on page linking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's a whole new world. Yeah. Oh yeah. It opens up a huge door. Very, very cool. Very, very cool stuff. And I, and obviously, you know, it, it was just one night cause I'm a lunatic. I was listening to a podcast like 1am about SEO and it was this, I won't name who they are, but it was a it was a really cool solution, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I get it. I li- for like ten seconds, I listened to what this company, this platform did, this solution, and then mm-hmm. I emailed Jane mm-hmm. that night, and then the next morning, I get an email like, hey, yeah, we're actually in beta testing, and here's what it does. And I went, this is this could be big. <laughs> this is pretty wild, and it's. It is very effective. It is a very, very cool technology. Well, yeah, I mean, especially considering how quickly this one client of ours was starting to index. Think how quickly that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. so crazy. I didn't, I mean, I know we had talked about that they were indexing, but I hadn't realized it was that many products and it was that quickly. That was, mm-hmm. well, that's impressive. Um, so outside of using like Jane Boost or Dutchie, is there... Is there any other options? Like, is there any other platform that's already optimized? Yeah, so there, there's like, there's platforms that, there's a couple that are out there that offer this as a solution. Mm-hmm. Just, just making menus visible. They call it product SEO, making that visible. But again, that's one component of, of SEO. So they don't do backlinks or page linking or site hierarchy or technical for the rest of the website it's just for product seo which is big but it's not for everything There's oh, that kind okay. of solution and we've seen dispensaries that have their own native solution their mm-hmm. own custom coded solution which you know that could take anywhere from three to six to a year to develop on the back end but then they own everything that's in their website so everything is completely custom to their dispensary uh and that way they own the customer data. They own the entire customer journey. So it, it's a it's a long time to code, to develop. Uh, I'm sure the design process is pretty long as well. Implementation process, I mean, who knows how long that could take. But in the end, I, I'm sure it pays off in the end. But there's a lot of front-end work that goes into that. And I think I, this is my I opinion. Yes, before you so rudely interrupted me, Kazpoth. I was just going to say, I also think 
two things come to mind listening to that. One, I think it's cost prohibitive for an awful lot of companies. Dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't think financially it makes a lot of sense. But also, I understand that they own the data. But think, thinking to like companies, you know, the APIs that you can now have on your websites, the data that's available at your fingertips now through these APIs, it's all there anyway. Yeah, and, and that's a good I point. I mean, I know, it, I know it, it's not quite the same, but it is available to you. I would think just like it's easy for us to say this because we're not dispensary owners, but we work with them every day. True. Just, just get the iframe list update. The, the new technology, it's so easy to use. It's easy to implement. Uh, well, we do it for our, our clients anyway. They're great to work with. You get to report it every single month. And it's so much simple, and there, there's literally minimal risk involved. Yeah, I would agree with you because I think having proprietary information it's great, but at what cost? Yeah, like you get that same data anyway. Yeah, I don't see the downside, but again, it's easy for us to say this. I don't really see the downside in just going, you know, to your your menu provider and say, "Hey, give me the upgrade for something that doesn't have an iframe, either Dutchy." Plus or Jane Boost, and just watch your traffic grow. Yeah. Well, there we have it. It wasn't as techy as I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Nah, it's not too bad. Not too bad. We didn't I really think get I'm into just the... afraid of things I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's. there's and a I saying. just don't really know. There's the saying, right? It's like you got to be comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable. Like I was fine. Like yeah. when I was learning how to code, not a big deal. I was teaching myself how to code. It was like a thing in the space of like Reddit and YouTube videos. Just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. But I think that's true with anything with tech. It's like the idea of tech is so like daunting, I think, sometimes. Like people go, oh, you're an SEO. Oh, my gosh. Like what? Because they don't know what it is. And then when you kind of explain to them, obviously on a surface level, right, what it is, it's like, oh, okay. It doesn't seem as like scary as it sounds. And I think it's like true with anything in tech. It's like once it's explained to you on a level that you can wrap your head around, it's yeah. nowhere near as like scary as it sounds like it might be, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like you just it's like the unknown for me. It's like I kind of know what an iframe is, but I kinda of don't and I don't really dabble with the iframe part of what we do. So I'm like, oh god. How am I going to do this? <laughs> that wasn't as scary as I thought it was being. So basically, the saying in tech is be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Plus, all the answers are on Google anyway. Just kidding. <laughs> be, be good at, at searching at things. And, you know, that's, that's half the battle, right? I mean, honestly, though, like if, like if you're good at research, that is half the battle, I think. Yeah. If you don't know it, Somebody on Google's already been where you are yeah. and has figured you're, it out. You're not the first person. <laughs> and there'll be a YouTube issue. video on it. Oh nope. yeah. Yeah. Definitely true. not. Then then that will lead you down down the rabbit hole to YouTube with a step by step instruction of how to fix your problems. Typically. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I get my information. Just about wrap up iframes. Basically, they are terrible. Well, actually I take it back. They are dog shit for SEO. There's now very good <laughs> solutions out there, and they are very worth it. And I think it's great that like people like Jane and Dutchie took that like constructive criticism on board and were like, you know what, 
let's find you a solution instead of yeah. being like, oh, that's just is what it is. They're like, let's find you a solution and find you one that works, you know? And yeah. clearly yeah. it's worked. So yeah. I think it's great. That's awesome. That works. All right. Cool. Well, that wraps up episode seven. We will be back next week with episode eight, which I wish I could tell you what the episode was on. I don't have my list in front of me. It's a surprise. So I can't. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> but we'll be back next week with more thrilling updates into our personal lives, which I can tell you right now, Charlie will be telling you all about how his trip is still planning his trip, which is in August. And he's narrowing down his bikes. And, Whatever. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll book their Airbnb by next week. Who knows? That is your weekly update for Charlie for next week. But anyway, we will catch you in episode eight. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions on what you would like us to talk about in terms of SEO, you can find us on LinkedIn and you can also find us on YouTube. Until then, have a great week. Peace. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.